Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You're live in a coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez, and I'm sure Laura is organizing a book or something super cute and wonderful. She'll be on in five seconds, I'm sure. I'm not going to text her. I know, God, that you're just going to help her to remember right now. And right now. Okay, that didn't work. All right, so she'll be on in a second. Guys, Happy New Year. I'm so excited. It's a new year. We're back. I'm going to take a week off to kind of recoup from all the holiday jismal jasmal and break down the tree. That's always an adventure, the pine things going everywhere and the ornaments. I've always wanted to be one of those moms who has like a special box for the ornaments where they go into the, no, they end up getting stuffed in the stocking and kind of like placed gently in there, hoping that the last good shelf in the shed holds for the Christmas ornaments for next year. I did get some hand-me-down ornaments from my mother-in-law, which is actually pretty awesome. She didn't want all these fabulous red ornaments. So, guys, it's going to be a good 2017 Christmas. So I hope you're having a great year so far. We are 10, 11, something like that, days in. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be blessed. Today's show, Dirty Mop, is actually inspired by a small project that I thought I would do. I've always wanted to be one of those really clean floor people. Now, it's, I sweep, okay? It's not, you know, Porter City in here, but I wanted to just get the floor super clean and mop it and have it super sparkly. I actually have this little shark vacuum thing, which is it's pretty awesome. It vacuums and it steams. And I've had this thing for a long time, and so I was like, you know, I'm going to bust this thing out. I'm going to steam these floors. They're going to be so clean. I was so proud of myself. I was like, and just even before, it's like, here we go. And so I start steaming these floors and going, and I get to the whole house, and they look really good. I mean, they're, they're gleaming because the steam and the whatever. So I get done, and I'm like, what is that smell? You know, <laughs> like going around and looking for it. And I found it. Gently, the water in said steam mopper was kind of old and just steam this, like, moldy ugh, all over the floor. So it just felt like, ugh, seriously? So I thought what I would do is like, okay, listen, don't give up. Never surrender, okay? I thought, all right, I'll just re-steam them with some of my essential oils. Hmm, thank you, Laura, doTERRA. And I did some orange and some water in there. And so I re-steamed these floors. And, guys, seriously, still with the dirty, moppy, ugh, smell. It was horrible. Realizing then the third time, and once you go around the house twice, now I'm just deflated, right? So I go around the third time, and I realize, you know what, I'm just forgetting. I'm just going to pull out old, rusty moppy. And so I got the mop, which is, you know, clean. It's bleached and everything. And I just mop these floors clean. And mind you, now you could eat off these things. You know, when the kids are on the floor, normally I'm like, get off the floor. But now I'm like, kids, get on the floor. Let's, we're having dinner down here. That's, like, that's probably a really good idea because it's super clean. But it got me thinking, and I love how God works in my life. I'm like, man, I'm exhausted. I just did this thing three times. And it got me thinking about how many projects I do without asking for God's blessing, without asking for God to anoint, or even just to clean my heart before I start doing them. And I end up doing these projects and these big, awesome things. And at the end of it, I'm like, it looks good, but it just smells funny. It's just not, you know, <laughs> it's just not right. You know, and redoing them over and over and realizing how excited I was when I started the project and like, yeah, I'm going to get this done. But I never prayed over it. I never stopped and just asked God, you know what, clean my heart and just help me to come in this with a fresh perspective and anoint my work. Um, because when we don't do that, I end up with the stinky floors and, and the moldiness around. 
And I know that God wants to do that. He wants to come in right at the first start of the project. He's like, I see your sweet little heart getting all excited about something. It's precious. You know, and he sees us like steaming or doing whatever we're doing. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not right. And we're so cute. So I want to learn in my life in 2017. I want to learn to go to him first. I want to go to him and I want to say, God, clean my mop. Steam me. Make me clean. Oh, hey, look, it's Laura. Wait, you know what? I'm going to have to tell the story again. Oh, it's going. Laura! Wait, hey, there you are. Oh, Laura. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. We're in the middle of a science you know experiment. What? It's ugly. Um, yeah. yeah. So sorry. Um, you know what? I love you. Please. You know, it's perfect timing because the story that I already told you this morning about the dirty mop. I told them, and then get this, perfect timing, and then Laura tells me this. Okay, you tell me a story. <laughs> okay, so on unsaid dining room table, upon which um, there are multiple science experiments happening right now, um, I just want to thank God this morning for a table that we can sit at and breathe. Uh, a couple of weeks mm. ago, we had a really clean dining room, and you know we had just gone through and we sorted all the homeschool stuff, and we found drawers that we could tuck, you know, that last little pencil and eraser into and that pencil sharpener and all of those homeschool supplies that make your house look like, you know, the that teaching store, the chocolate exploded. So we had just gotten everything put away and I'm looking and the table is dirty. You know, there's some food crumbs. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. This, this room is looking so fancy. Like we need to wipe this table down. Okay. Cause mommy wants perfection here. We so seldom are this close. Let's just go ahead and make it count. So he, my son goes into the kitchen and gets a kitchen rag and comes and uh, let me just insert, did not do the sniff test. Okay. Mothers, there's a certain sniff test that must happen before you use a rag that may or may not have been in the sink for two days or more. And so he comes out and wipes down the table and Allegedly. it looks fantastic. And, you know, we're like basking in the gloriousness that is a clean dining room until we all begin to catch our breath and breathe again at this marvelous wonder. And we start gagging. There is this rancid smell that is all of a sudden just filling the room. And we're looking around like, what kind of rat died in a corner? Wait, where is this thing coming from? And it came out of nowhere. And so here we are, all of us were like sniffing the carpet. Maybe the dog did a duty and, you know, we just couldn't find it. Maybe somebody, a maybe Gideon spilled milk in the carpet because <laughs> it was rancid. And then all of a sudden... I get this panic thought because we have we have this wooden table and it doesn't have a very good seal on it. Um, we had bought it, you know, somebody refinished it for us. It was like a grungy old table that somebody found in the back of a barn somewhere, but it's perfect. It's like monster farm table. So they refinished it for us. But my husband noticed right up front that it doesn't have a very good clear coat on top. So we always try to make sure that we're, you know, keeping it cleaned off and being good stewards of this big farm table. And I lean my nose down to the table, and the whole, like, all eight foot of it just made your mm. nostrils want to divorce the rest of your body. It was so bad. And so when you told me, I was like, get in the kitchen, get a brand-new rag out of the drawer, get the soapy water going, and get this fixed. And that story that you were telling me this morning was so reminiscent of that moment for us because it didn't care how good it looked uh you know to to an outsider it didn't it Mm -hmm. didn't matter to us how clean it was and I so would have rather had 14 pencils 
you know, three sheets of notebook paper and maybe a hole punch right under the table than to ever have seen perfection on the through the looks of things and have that smell. It was just like the ugly came out of every bit of that wood, and it was horrid. So when you were telling me this morning, I'm like, yes, yes, just because it looks clean doesn't mean it is clean. And what a great spiritual picture for us. Like, what do you try to clean up our life so much? Like you were telling me, I mopped with a dirty mop. Ah, and it wasn't worth it. It's so not. Why do we do that? Like, why don't we take the time to go get the rag clean and do it the right way? Oh, because it's so. You know, it's, it well, then I said, I, I was hmm. like, that's like, I was going to say, that's like before you go into a project. I go into projects with the same dirty mop. You know what I mean? I'll go into a project and I'll start yes. doing it and then realize, I'm like, it looks good, but it, it smells bad. Um, and then I would just <laughs> no, love in this yeah. year to be able to go before before God and say, you know what, God, I have this, this thing I want to do in my life, and I want you to clean my heart, you know, just have a clean heart. Yes. Because I think anything that we do in our life with a clean heart, you know, even if pencils and erasers and scissors on the table, if there's that clean heart, you know, or clean dish towel or clean mop, whatever, you insert, guys, we're super analogies here, okay? And the point is, with that <laughs> clean heart, there's that great smell, there's that great feeling, there's that great thing, you know, that clean that, you know, you get, which is not so rare. It's so rare here in the house. Right. But it's it's yeah. so, you know, that same feeling with God is that it's so crisp and it's nice and it's renewing. And I love the fact that I know that in two seconds, my floors will be dirty again. You know, there's already a dog out there. Right. Dog cares all oh, place. Yeah. You know, we're constantly needing that freshness and it's nice. And, you know, I love that we laugh with each other. Like, I'm like, man, I couldn't. And I, mind you, I did the floors like two times over with this thing. Like, oh, I'm just going to keep steaming it with this nasty. I'll, I'll just, like, I put essential oils in it. I was like, oh, it's nothing. I'll, and before I realized that, no, I need to actually go back to the source here and fix the source of the situation because all I'm doing is just spreading down the nasty. And so I just right. want that in our life. I want to go to the source and, and get that anyway. Oh, it's so crazy. Well, <laughs> I told Laura, oh, go ahead. I was like, I'm, I'm crazy for thinking this. And I love that you told me the dish rag story because I felt nice and normal. No, and sometimes we're using the right tool and the right method, but our, our preparation is wrong. You know, like we, mm. we're so quick to get to the method of doing what we know we're supposed to do instead of preparing mm. to be able to, you, you know, it, it was great that you mopped and kudos to you for mopping twice. Like <laughs> that is, okay, if I were to mop once, accolades uh, to mop twice is Oscar nomination in my book. So the fact Thanks. that you did it twice is brilliant. But I, with the same thing, you know, like, and I tell the kids, I, you know, tell them all the time, but that is another reflection. Like our words, and our actions. I'm telling them all the time, always check and make sure you get a clean rag. Always make sure, you know, and if you use it by the end of the day, throw it over the edge of the, you know, we have this whole protocol that they should do. Don't throw a nasty old rag for the end of the day into the hamper because then all these clothes get on it. And then if you don't get your laundry for, I don't know, three days a week, um, it can really do some damage to the other laundry that's around it. And so I tell them all the time to do that. But in that hurry you know to quickly just get it done there was such a rush to get it done that even all of the right tools and all of the right motions left a job completely worthless and so like you're saying with the heart um if we're doing it with the wrong heart we can go through the motions and do all of the work that that god would have wanted us to work with the right heart um but man how many times have i seen and i think that's what 
he means in the Bible when he says, you know, that he's going to try all of our works and that anything that is wood, hay, and stubble is going to burn up. And only the things that were done with the right heart, that's scary. Only those things that we have done with pure motive and with godly intention are going to make it through the fire. And after he puts all of our life's accomplishments through the fire, whatever's left, that's what we have to give back to him. And if we're busy using dirty mops and dirty rags and we're just trying to rush and get it done because it's the right thing to do, but we haven't prepared our hearts and our minds and said, God, make, am I ready? Like, I love how King David said, cleanse me, you know, like search my heart, know my thoughts. And he actually asked God, reveal to me the things that even I don't realize are wrong in my head and my heart because I truly want to serve you. And so I, I love what you're saying about heart because that really, at the end of it, if, if we don't have a clean heart, it's really in vain. Anything we do doesn't matter for anything in eternity if we haven't done it for the right reason. That's kind of scary. Yeah, and I, I like you talked about the process. No, I mean, I like that you talked about the – no, hey, listen, the truth. You know, I mean, I think that a lot of things that I do, you know, if I really were to break them down, like you are talking about the fire thing, I was like, eesh, I make the eesh face. Like, eesh. <laughs> Hope something makes it out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, did anyone else make the eesh face? I don't know. Eesh. Uh, but I love that the pro- – you talked about the process, right? Like, the night, it starts the night before, right? You got that dirty dish rag. You got that dirty – clean it up. Go to God with all the things that you have soaked yes. up for the day and say, Father, you know what? We are a hot mess. Because if you don't, here's what happens. Don't throw it at the bottom of the laundry pile because you're going to stink up things around you, i.e. family, i.e. friends, i.e. Clean out that thing. Powerful. And, you know, and that's a beautiful, yes. beautiful thought. That way in the morning you wake up fresh and you talk about works for God. Go to him at night with that dirty rag. That's works for God. That's the, you, there's no ill intent. There's, the only intention there is that time with you and, you and the Father. You know, I love I love God. I love Abba. I love Yahweh. All these, but I, the, my favorite is, is Daddy. It's Father. Father, mm-hmm. man, I have made a mess. Look at all that I cleaned up with this rag, and look at look at the, my life and what I've done. I've and I love how there's that time to fix it because here's the deal. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I cleaned it three times. Once, twice, three times a lady. It didn't take me until the third time to realize to clean it. But once I did, and I was so tired, God said, "Go back and fix it." There are things in your life that you have done with a dirty mop or a dirty rag that God wants to clean for you, wants to clean your heart. And he wants yes. you to go back and fix it as hard as it was. You better believe I don't want to go back the third time. I was like, this, oh, you've got sweat <laughs> dripping down everywhere because I sweat. You know me, I sweat everything. But God wanted me to go back and fix it, you know, for relationships. In specific, you know, when I do my Zumba thing and, you know, there's ladies and there's females, there's things I had to go back and fix. You know, yeah, I, I don't know how to be round around the bush. I'm going to be honest with it. There was ladies that, you know, you take things out of context. You're like, nah, nah, nah. I had to go back and fix and say, you know what? I'm sorry I said that. I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I did that. And that stuff is just like going back and fixing the floor. You're like, really? Oh, man. But God, so God gives you that time to, to redeem. And, the, and, the, and I love that works, the idea of works. Because right away when I had that ish moment, I was like, well, what works do I have? And I felt like him say, you know what? Come clean your mop with me. Talk about works right there because right. it's just me and you, and I want to just cleanse it out. And I want you to feel bad about it because I want you to the next thing that you do in your life. I want it to look good, and but I want it to smell good. I want it to smell like me. I want to walk, <laughs> someone to walk by and be like, yes. that smells like Jesus. Yum. That well, like delicious you know Jesus, much... even if there's – go ahead. <laughs> well, in the Old Testament, the, they're all of the offerings that the Israelites would offer, God said were a sweet smell to him. 
And I love that you're saying, like, make it smell good because God will talk about how he savors, you know, the smell of the offerings that his children give. And, yeah, I I didn't even care that Esau, I, you know, and part of you think, well, you know, how could God look at us and if we're doing the right thing? I mean, who cares about our attitude, right? Well, I as a parent care. And to be honest, Mm -hmm. even when Esau, I was proud of him for having wiped the table, and I was glad that he obeyed right away. But still, as a parent, I was like, oh, oh, not enough, not enough to do the right thing. Okay, like, well, you sort of did the right thing, but you didn't wholly do the right thing. So let's go back to the beginning, and let's just fix that first step, because that's the only part you did wrong, but let's just fix that. The first step. And then that's going to clean up everything else. And so, huh. Yeah, even I as a parent can go, okay, okay, great. You really did a great job. And I think that sometimes God, he's so merciful with us. He's like, you did an Mm. awesome job. But I still, as your daddy, I need to point out that there was this one area right there at the beginning that really should have looked a little different um, because it affected your outcome. And the sad thing is you did everything else right. So let's go back and let's fix this, the approach and then once we get that, but you, you fix the approach is exactly what you just said is at night. I love that picture. Like, you know, a sponge. Have you ever seen that commercial where the lady, she takes like, the chicken, the raw chicken, and she's like rubbing on her fridge and wiping her counters down with raw chicken, and it's so vulgar. And it's the worst, nastiest thing that any of us can think of. We're like, ah, E. coli, salmonella, grody. But then they're talking about how this is what's, this is basically what you're doing to your kitchen if you use sponges. But if you think about, I, I don't know that it's really all that. I don't know. It was a good Clorox commercial. I, I haven't but, seen a commercial, but now I'm like this, throw the sponges out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have cable. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm getting my cable through you. I'm like, that's a good one. <laughs> and the funny thing is I don't even watch TV. It's just the, ew, gross. You know, I hear from the other room and I pop my head in and I see it. But they're trying to have sponges just collect everything and they do hang on to that bacteria. And so I know just from, you know, using sponges and stuff that you ought to sanitize them. But I think that your insight into that is so You know you can microwave because... them for 30 seconds. Oh, really? I did not know that. 30 seconds you microwave like them. Cook... kills the bacteria inside of them. It would also cook any egg that might have been wiped up off your counter. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's funny. Uh, only because mm, I, wiped, I wiped out um, my one guy wiped, they, you know, the crack eggs. I'm trying to be like this super mom who's letting my kids explore their abilities and their kitchen tactics and, you know, t- making sure that my, my boys know how to at least fry an egg for themselves before they get out on their own. Mm. And so he wipes down the counter and just, there's egg everywhere, raw egg. He rubs it down and he just goes and tosses it into the hamper. Like, didn't rinse it out, didn't nothing. And then I'm putting a load of clothes in. And I'm like, ah, there's an egg yolk all over the bottom of my hamper. Are you crazy? So that's what I was thinking. Man, it would have been so much nicer if it was all just microwave to the right. Like, it would have been way easier to clean up. But, <laughs> but like you said, if we, if we bring, you know, and, and in that instance, I told him, but if you would have just rinsed it out, you know, like, that's grody. Just don't, don't take it the way it is and just get, don't, don't toss it in there carelessly, but just rinse it out, clean it out. And then it doesn't cause a problem for the next. And like you said, if we, we are like sponges and every day we are collecting thoughts mm-hmm. and comments and, and, uh, 
stairs. And, you know, the other day I just felt like everybody was looking at me funny. And I remember thinking, like, do I have, you know, like some hair spiking way out of place? Or is there some food on my face? Do I have pepper in my teeth? Well, it was one of those. <laughs> and everywhere I went, people were looking. I'd try to catch the bathroom mirror when I'd go somewhere. I'm like, uh-huh, I don't see anything obvious. I'm so self-conscious. I can't stand it. And so, again, I'm, and then I go to the next place, the gas station, and I feel like everybody's kind of looking at me funny. I'm like, what is going on? But we collect all of these things at the end of the day, and I really have to hand my sponge to God and say, hey, can you, can you sanitize this for me? Because I have a lot of junk I've collected yeah. all day today. Now, some of it's good. Like, I've, I've gotten a cleaner, and I've gotten some good stuff in too, but there's a lot of yuck that I've soaked in today, and I don't want to start tomorrow with that. So I love your analogy, like, take it to God at night. Get that thing sanitized at night because in the morning, why wouldn't you want to start fresh and clean when God wants that for you and he's so willing to do that? We're crazy. Yeah, We're ever taking know. it to bed with us and waking well, up the next day. Well, you know, I think about just, I feel like you gave me revelation with the microwave thing. Sometimes I think too, we're like this, oh, I got to get to church and I got to, you know, do this and I got to spend, I got to get the Bible out and I got to open an app, talk to God. And they, they take that as a, the cleansing, like I got to clean my heart that way. Guys, sometimes it's a 30-second microwave sponge clean, you know. Beep, 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 mm-hmm. beep, 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 beep. You throw that sponge in there, maybe throw a little lemon oil from essential oil. So, Tara, thank you so much. Small plug. <laughs> and you throw that in there, 30 seconds, and it's so steaming clean. The same thing with God. It's not that, you know, the time. We'd love to spend that time with you all the time, but, I mean, sometimes you just start with that. God, cleanse my heart. You know, God, come in and cleanse my heart right now. I need a 30-second microwave steam where you just come and give me this beautiful, fresh start. And I'm telling you, he does it. It is so beautiful. It is the, <laughs> the only way I'd be able to be standing right now, you know, without that, because mm-hmm. I am the same way in the collection of the funk, you know, and I think everybody is. Um, but we, it's because God made us to be that way, to be absorb the life that is around us. And, you know, in the world that we live in today, unfortunately, a lot of the life is poor, you know, in, in spirit. Um, yeah. And so, you know, in going out into the world, which God calls us to go out and to do, you know, it's almost like he fills us up, you know, with his water and with his glory when we're all fresh and clean. And then he wants to go squeeze us out. You know, that's what was happening. That's why people were staring at you, FYI. Your water was just squeezing yeah. out. Like your joy, God. No, I'm serious. You, you, now I'm getting crazy. I, you, your joy and God's love that he has put into you exudes, my friend. It exudes, and I don't believe that, but just, you just got to know that it is one of those things that even when you post something, it's so magnetic. And that's God's love just shining through you. You know, you think it's a booger, but no, it's, <laughs> it's God's glory and how beautiful you are. Um, and that's him, that's him squeezing you and, and pouring out his goodness onto others when you go and, and smile or give a hey or just go be out. And because here, let me tell you something right now, with the what he set you up and how he has blessed you, and he is so beyond, you know, measure, you know, genius of wonderfulness to know to give you multiple children because you are a phenomenal mother. Um, those things are, are expressed to people around you without you saying a word. So expect the stairs because <laughs> it's just going to happen, you know. So anyway, I, oh, you know what, before I forget, um, why, don't you, why don't you pray for us? All right, I would love to. Here in the Father first. I just want to ask forgiveness um, for all of the times when you tell me in First John that if I come to you and I confess my sins, that you are faithful, that you are just to forgive me of every sin and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I know that it is a blanket promise that if I come and if I confess that you will every time and that you will thoroughly clean every time and that you will to the point of no 
remnant left, cleanse me of unrighteousness and that I am once again pure in your eyes. God, forgive me for the times that I don't take it up for granted. And when that is the gift Hmm. that you have waiting for us, that beautiful gift of forgiveness, when we in our human foolishness would just carry around our crud and let it eat at us and let Satan have his way in our heads and our hearts that we are just worthless and that we are unworthy and that we are ugly and that we are smelly and we are incompetent mm-hmm. and so behind the power curve of every other mom who's got it all together, which I don't believe that any mom really has it together. And that's so much more comfort to me that maybe just maybe all of us, most days are just struggling to survive, but we're doing it because we've been called to do it and we'll do it or die. And we are giving it our best. And I love that I am reminded that you offer that forgiveness and that that is your plan. Your plan is never guilt. Your plan is never to have our self-esteem be non-existent. You say, come to me, confess your sins. I, I, I want to know, I, just like we would ask our children, hey, what do you think was wrong? What did you do? Let's acknowledge what you did because I know that in acknowledging that you're going to go ahead and place blame where blame needs to go. But then you, God, in your beauty and perfection, you sweep in and say, yes. Yes, that is where the blame goes. And thank you for recognizing that. And because you have confessed it to me, I want to take it and blot it out. With the blood of my son, I want to blot out any remembrance. And even I, the eternal and all-knowing God, I'm going to cast it so far from my memory that it will be as far as east is from the west. And that's how far I consider it gone. And, uh, God, just for anybody who needs to ask forgiveness for themselves, anybody who is not, who's held on to something and just figured that they aren't worthy of letting it go and that they've tarnished themselves to to some extent that even God himself couldn't love them. God helped them to break free of that today. And in the most severe of cases, please break the chains. And even in the mildest of cases where it's just this one little annoying thing that we wish we can go in the next 20 years of our life and say, oh, I wish I would have never done that. I, ugh, I wish I would have never said that. And it's just those things that linger in our mind. Please help us remember your promise that as an all-perfect, all-knowing, all-loving daddy, they're like, hey, I, I'm, if you confess it, I'm ready to just throw it away and pretend it never happened. So thank you for that reminder, and I thank you for the reminder that you are the only source of cleansing, that if we try to do it on our own, it's just, it stays stinky. And so I just thank you for the cleansing that you give us, and I thank you for the reminder through silly household mom, wife, you know, and to all the single ladies, all the single ladies, hey, we're all using sponges out there. We are all using mops. We are all finding our clothes a little stinky at the end of some days. Um, to our single dads who maybe get a little bit tired and lose their cool and then think, man, you know, I let him down. And I, I mean, I know we got our message again from a, another single dad um, a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, I know you guys are like really set out for the ladies ministry, but like, I want you to know that you really encourage my heart too. And so to the single dads, to the single moms, to the, to the single tins, um, to those married with grandchildren, those who have lost children or spouses, God, to all of us who just are hanging on to that thing that we wish wouldn't have happened or could have been avoided and we are having a hard time forgiving ourselves. Help us to know that that, that smell carries into our life. And like Jessica said, it affects people around us too. 
um, if we don't forgive ourselves and we don't allow you that cleansing day in and day out, um, that the stink affects the people around us too. And God, I don't want to smell. If people are really looking at me and they're, they're trying to see you, God, I want it to be a beautiful smell to them. I want it to be a beautiful mm-hmm. sight to them. And I want them to say, I want what she has. Um, but I cannot do that if there's my own crud mixed in. And so I would just ask today that you remove any of the crud. And even, can we do a midday cleansing? <laughs> God, if we can, I don't want to. Mm, anytime. I, I like, we just, just right now, boop, boop, boop. Uh, come in and purify the, the mistakes of this morning, the smells of the, the afternoon, early afternoon. And God, just let me, science experiments and pencils under the table and all, um, help me to face this afternoon with a new sponge, with a new mop, with a new rag, mm. and um, one that's going to really wipe things down. And when I do it, when I wipe them down, that it would be clean and that it would leave a fresh smell and that it would be, leave a positive interaction with my kids, with my husband, um, with my friends. And I thank you for a friend that challenges me to the core just to continue to not only try my best but to love myself in the process, no matter how ugly the process might be, and to love her for that. So, God, we just we come to you and thank you. We ask you for forgiveness to ask you to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we come to you so, so thankful that we don't have to wait until nighttime. We can do it any time of the day. But thanks for the reminder that daily, at least once daily, man, do we need to really reboot and um, and get that stuff cleaned out. So, God, I just thank you for my friend and for the reminder. Reminders from a Dirty Mop. That's our next book. <laughs> God, thank you for <laughs> And thank you. Thank you for friendship. Thank you for forgiveness. We pray in your name. Amen. Amen. There is nothing that cannot be cleaned. There is no nothing that is too dirty. Anything else that you tell yourself is a lie, is a lie from the enemy. I promise. Amen. I mean, you should see how disgusting that mop was. I, you little Clorox bleach. Bam! God is so good. And, oh, I just love you. Okay, guys, it's about to cut us off. Follow us on Facebook, Christian Comedy Chicks. 